What's up, y'all? It is me, Sunny Hilaire, and you are tuned in for our episode six of entries from an insecure gay black boy. I want to let you guys know that I have been seeing the the downloads increasing each and every day, and I really appreciate you guys and continue to please rate, review, share this podcast with any and all of your gay black boy friends and so so that this message and you know my story can be shared to let others know that this their story is not the only story and that there's other people who relate to their story thank you guys okay so i know you guys are looking at the title like okay this is a little like what do you mean and you know i'm 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 going to get into it shortly um but i want to let you guys know that you know I do not care for the opinions of others and what they may say about my story because my story is my goddamn story and I could care less again about anybody's opinions. Okay. Hair in my mouth. Okay. So before getting my, before getting into my um, story, I want to let you guys know that this was, um, (sighs) I got to let a deep breath. This was very hard because I had to really, this was, I actually, it was actually like my first time actually sitting down with myself and and looking at what actually happened to me and labeling them the best way that I could. And it wasn't too hard for me. It wasn't too hard for me. I mean, it was hard for me to to label them, but it was kind of hard for me to kind of remember because this was years ago. I was between the ages of five and seven. Okay, so keep that in mind. So I'm basically in like the first or second grade, um, I think. So. You may ask after 22 years, why after 22 years, Sonny? And I'm saying because after 22 years, it I thought this shit was normal, you guys. I thought this was the norm. I thought, you know, for a very long time. Well, no, not in this big age now. But I realized before, before I even hit my 20s, I was like, oh, my gosh, this I'm actually a victim of sexual assault. So actually having to really sit down with myself and you know, really trying to label them was kind of like, wow, this, this is actually my story. But anyways, so I want to let you guys know that you really have to protect your children. We really have to protect our children from everybody, everybody that includes your granddaddy, that includes your dad, that includes anybody a cousin it could be a friend it could be your best friend no matter if you have a son or a daughter always always be cautious of your precious child the moral of what i'm trying to say is that you need to watch your kids watch your kids and the people that you put around your kids because these people are dangerous Because, you know, things like this can occur from people we don't see as a danger, like as they 
things can occur from these from people that we don't you know deem as dangerous and um so it's important so it's important that we break this generational curses that have our bloodline that that have our bloodline in a chokehold and what i mean by that is that we have to make our children feel comfortable to come to us to tell us the things that they went through or happened to them so we have to break that and really make our children feel comfortable to actually let them come to us about these things that actually happened to them so because you know when i get into the stories the things that that were done to me were actually people that my mom actually know and i haven't i haven't told what's crazy is that i never told my mom who they were and i never told my mom that i was actually sexual assaulted because <sighs> I I don't feel like I'm ready for that yet, but that's a, that's that's another conversation for another day. All right, so I'm kind of babbling. All right, so these two occasions they happen at two different times of my life, but they were still within the same age span, which I you know like I said they were between five and seven. So I remember it. It was being like it was like a, a broad it was broad daylight. And I was playing around and there, um, I remember it was kind of a boring day because no, none of the kids were outside and, um, I didn't have anybody to play with. So I was just outside, um, just hoping, you know, whenever you're just hoping for someone to show up and you just be like, okay, let's play. But nobody ended up coming outside. So I ended up seeing these two boys that I knew. Um, like I said, I know these people, so I didn't feel like, you know, I would be put in any type of danger um, because my mom knows them and my mom knows their mom. So, um, yeah, and they're not related. I, I want to let you guys know that right now. They're not related at all. So I remember um, both of them, like I just they were doing something and I just started to chase them because, you know, I'm, I'm a kid and I didn't really know. Like, I, I was just like, Oh, I see them. And I, I seen them doing something. So I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm a little curious. So I'm chasing them. And then they started running. And then that's when I just stopped running because baby, I was big and I did not want to chase after nobody. So I gave up. And then, um, shortly after that, they found me and they were like, Sonny, you know, come here, we got something for you. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you know, obviously it's not clicking in my head. I'm like, no, there's there's no way I'm going to be putting in any danger because I grew, I grew up in this neighborhood. I also want to mention that as well. I grew up in this neighborhood. And for those who know me, know me or know where I'm from, I grew up in um, Westside, which is a neighborhood, you know, that I grew up in. It's it's called Westside. It's a small little neighborhood. Um so that's when um they were like oh come here and i'm like okay so i'm following them and then that's when they leaded me one of them leaded me into their um their house in this empty room and um before you know we got into anything um one of them was just like make sure you don't tell nobody because this is our our little secret so i'm like okay um so 
Um, so they told me that. And then that's when they told me, they instructed me to get on my knees and I, I got on my knees and it was like, I knew where this was going, but the, but at the same time, I didn't know where it was going. So I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, because it's kind of like, I'm, I'm a little nervous because explaining this is, uh, it's a, it's not too hard, but it's like, you know, I'm telling this to you guys and this is like my first time actually putting putting some shit like this out so you know yeah so that's when they told me to get on my knees so I got on my knees and then they were like open your mouth so I opened my mouth and then they pulled it out and you know they had me perform you know oral oral sex on them and I, you know, me being very young, of course, I'm not going to be no, no Lisa Ann or no, uh, no, I'm not going to be no professional. Like, I'm not like, obviously, I'm not going to be a professional. I'm a child. Keep that in mind. So, um, that's when, um, it was cut short because I didn't, like I said, I didn't have any experience. So it was cut short and, um, both of them had me do it on, you know, had me do it on them so they told me to leave and i left and then um after that i was i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very brutally honest with y'all because um after that moment i was like i was kind of thrilled like something like that happened to me this was i was like oh my god this actually happened oh my god i want to do it again and i did not know that this was sexual assault. I did not know I just became a victim of sexual assault. I did not know that I became a victim of sexual coercion. <sighs> um, and I remember I went back um, to one of the boys, the boy, um, um, one of the boys and I actually went up to him and I was like, can we do it again? And I, I, I really did not know that I became a victim of sexual coercion. And when I asked him that second time, and this was like maybe like days, days later, um, he was like, no. Um, but when I asked him that he felt shamed, he felt so shamed when I asked him, can we do it again? And he was like, no. And then I walked away. Like, I, I was so, like, I felt so, I guess was, I, I felt rejected. And I was, it never really clicked to me. It never really clicked to me. So, yeah, I did not know that I became a victim of sexual coercion. And that effect, that, the effect that it had on me, it, it really did shape my life into what it is today because it kind of, it really shifted me into having later on down the line. It, it shifted me into having a relationship on un, a very unhealthy relationship with pornography. So that was, that was something I actually connecting the dots in my life till this day from that very moment was crazy to me 
because I'm really a victim. I'm really a victim. Um, and I was such a child and like my mom, she never knew. And my mom always was, like I said, generational curses. So things like this happen in a lot of families. So my mom would also constantly ask me from out of random times, like, Oh, is does someone touch you? If someone is someone touching you, has someone touched you? And I'm always, I don't always said no. Um, and even after that moment, I still told my mom when she would ask me at a random times, I would tell her, no, nobody touched me and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was, I was protecting and I was protecting those niggas. I was really protecting those niggas. Um, and I don't know if, well, no, trust me. I'm gonna save that to the end of the podcast. But so, yeah, that was the end of the first occasion with those two guys um so now i'm about to get into the second occasion um and this was a very um this was the second occasion was uh this was the moment that i actually had to really like reevaluate i had to ask myself like what like how can i label this moment I really could not figure out what to call it. And if you guys can figure it out for me, I would appreciate if you guys would, you know, hit me up on Instagram and tell me what what is it that you would consider it as? Um, in a sense, I would I would consider it sexual coercion, but not entirely. But if there is another because I was trying to figure I was trying to figure out how to really label the moment, but I couldn't. So. So. So the first, the second occasion, um, it was from this boy who was in high school and, oh, I, let me revert back to the first occasion. Those two boys were actually, I would say they were in like middle school. They were like, I I would say like seventh, eighth grade. So, um, they were old enough. They were old enough to know something like this is not something that you do on a regular basis or at all. But anyways, so the second occasion from um, this one one guy. <sighs> oh, my gosh, boy. Explaining these stories are a little it's crazy. Um, so the second occasion happened from um, a boy that I knew. Um, he was new to the neighborhood and he was very tall um, and um, he went to Ely, which is a high school. Um so I was keep in mind I'm still like still within that age span five five through seven. So I'm still like with I'm still in like first or second grade. So um it was three of us um this one day and it was broad daylight. And um it was three of us. It was the boy in high school, then it was another boy um that I knew who I think he was in middle school, I believe. And so I remember the the tall high schooler he was he was living with his sister um at the time and you know what's crazy this happened in the same neighborhood as well um but a different building so anyways so he he was living with his sister and um one day um she i think she went to work so he had the house to himself and so me and the other boy 
we were like, oh, can we play your game? And blah, 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 blah. And he was like, all right, let's just go. So we went upstairs to his place. And then that's when we started playing the game. And I think it was like Mario Kart. Don't ask me how I, how I remember that. But it, I think it was Mario Kart. So he was beating us or whatever. And we couldn't really we couldn't really beat him because you know obviously this is his game so he may just know the skills and the cheat codes you know that whole shebang whatever and then like moments later i guess he was getting a thrill out of beating us so i remember i glanced at him and then i remember seeing his 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 big friend because that shit was that shit was a fucking tower Uh, i just want to let you know that even though i was young let me just no let me let me make this let me say this because that nigga dick was too fucking big oh my gosh too fucking big yes what this was this is a very serious moment but i just have to say i till this day i have not seen no horse dick like that before that shit was humongous oh my gosh i shouldn't be saying that word um his penis was very humongous and i never seen anything like that till this day but anyways let's get back to the subject anyways so um you know i i glanced at him and um i remember his thing was fully erect like it was hard and like it was standing up and he had it behind his jacket and he was hiding it but i seen it so like you know me being a victim of sexual coercion and at the time i didn't know what what actually happened to me and i i was you know i was kind of thrilled that you know that for, that the first occasion it happened to me like i was so i was so happy that it happened to me that i was like oh my god i want it to happen again and like i'm like i don't know how it may happen or when it may happen but i want it to happen again and so bam the opportunity presented itself and I, I was like oh my gosh this is my chance so this nigga's in high school let me let me keep that in mind so i was like oh um let's go to the room i want to talk to you real quick so and yes i'm in the first and second grade and you're like why are you asking this boy to listen i don't know i really don't know i just know that i just asked him to go to the room and this boy agreed he agreed he agreed to a first or second grader telling him to go to the room to talk about fucking what to talk about what and then for, to ask you to close the door behind you to talk about what so anyways so he was like all right bet let's go in the room so we went in the room and then the boy i was the boy i was sitting next to he was like all right what y'all going in the room for rada 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 and we were just like we're just gonna talk so he was like all right so he just kept on playing the game so me and the boy me and the high schooler we went into his room and so that's when i was like i you know he pulled on his i was like pull him down so he pulled him down and then essentially i reenacted the first encounter that happened to me which was you know me being uh the first occasion that i described to you guys the first story so i did that um but it was cut short because the boy um i was with he was like oh what are you guys doing in there and he was getting a little suspect of like how long we were going to be in the room so he busts in the room and like as soon as when the boy busts in the room like the high schooler he pulled up his pants then he flipped a story on me as if i'm the one who went down on him 
And he was like, oh, he trying to go down on me. Rada, 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 blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, we just, so I'm, I'm like, okay, wow, this, that was quick. That, that, that had a, that made a quick turn. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm like, what, what? You know, like, so that's when he told both of us to get out of his house. So I'm like, okay, that was fucking weird. So I'm like, um, all right, whatever. So I remember I wasn't really too scared that he was going to tell my mom because I knew if he would have told my mom, my mom wouldn't, she wouldn't really be mad at me. She would be mad at him because you're older than me. You're in high school. You have more sense than I do. So after that moment, um, when I, when I sat down with myself, actually a couple of, um, a couple of days ago and trying to label that moment for, for whatever it was, I could not look up. I was looking up all types of different sexual assaults and I could not label that moment. I didn't know how to label that moment. So, because in a way I felt like I was responsible because I'm I'm the one who told me, who told him to go in a room like let's go in a room, but at the same time this nigga was in high school. Why are you agreeing to go in a room with me, and then me telling you to pull down your pants and you actually listen to me? Like that doesn't make any sense. I was a child, y'all. I was a child. Why are you letting a child tell you to pull down your pants? So, actually going through those 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 events that happened to me they actually are linked to me actually being a victim of you know sexual coercion um and if you don't know what sexual coercion is it's basically having um someone perform sexual um a sexual acts on you um that's the simplified um, definition of sexual coercion. You can look it up. Um, but it was just sitting down with myself and actually having to really take it as as it was. It, it was kind of hard for me. I don't know if that makes sense. But so I really felt like he could have prevented that moment because even though I'm telling you to pull down your pants, why are you agreeing to pull down your pants in front of a child? I'm not, I'm not even in middle school. I am a second grader. And at the time when I was in second grade, we didn't, we didn't have the fucking, um, Oh, if you had an A, if you had a B, we had the numbers, we had the one or two or threes. I wasn't even in that status of getting A's and B's. I was in the status of getting ones, twos, or threes. Why are you pulling down your pants from a kid telling you to pull down your pants? That does not make sense to me. So I'm not going to sit here and, and blame myself that I act, I was the one who made it, made it go the way it, it went. But like at the same time, I'm still going to say this nigga was in high school, so I don't understand. But if to anyone who is encountering any sexual assaults that you may be going through, please look for resources and um, look, look for help. Talk to somebody so that you can feel safe at the end of the day, because 
these are actually real shit that actually happens. <laughs> I did prepare a message to my sexual assaulters um, because there's something that I do want to get off my chest <sighs> because there is a generational curse with a lot of us on not talking about who sexually assaulted us and not putting them in this category of men that needs to be shamed, that needs to be looked at differently. So here's my message to those three men. Now, we have had encounters before I moved from Florida. I know those thoughts you may have ramping through your mind about if I still remember, which I do. I know they still haunt you. Your days are numbered of you living without people knowing the secret of these things that you had a child do to you. One of these days, I will expose you. And when I decide to do that, just know that I'm at peace of finally letting the world know who you guys are. I will become the, the example for victims to know that it's not the end of the world when we expose our sexual assaulters. Thank you.